One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast. We'll be bringing you a brand new episode every Tuesday morning, covering all the latest vegan news and chatting to some of the biggest names in veganism. Hello and welcome to episode one. I'm Holly Johnson and I'm joined today by co-host Gabriella Clark. We'll start off by telling you a little bit about us. Um, I was editor of Simply Vegan, the magazine, until March um, sadly, it closed due to COVID, as, as many of the, you will know. Um, and then I was furloughed during the summer. And now I'm editor of Simply Vegan, the podcast, which we hope you'll really enjoy over the coming months. Um, hi, Gabriella. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Holly. How are you? I'm good. So do you want to tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Yeah, of course. So I'm Gabriella. And I have recently just trained as a yoga teacher. My background um, is in marketing. I worked in London in beauty marketing for about seven years. And then at the end of last year, an opportunity came up for me to leave my role. And I decided to go traveling around India as one does. And whilst I was there, completed my 200 hours yoga teacher training. Um, and came home into lockdown, which was unfortunate, but has given me an amazing time to really build up my training. And so now alongside co-hosting this podcast with you, Holly, I am also teaching yoga. So when did you go vegan? Was it a few years ago? Yeah, so I've been vegan for about two and a half years now. Um, really came about as a result of my first trip to India in 2018. Um, I went to India and decided not to eat meat purely because that was is primarily the diet in the country and wanted to eat as much like a local as we could and obviously to avoid getting sick, avoiding meat is the best way to do that. And then when we came home from that trip, which was about three weeks long, we 
realized that we didn't actually miss not eating meat or miss eating meat and so we decided really kind of quite naturally to just see how we went see how it went cutting it out of our diet wasn't a big promise or statement just seeing how it went and then as the months went by we started to read more see more watch more online that made us sort of question just how much our consumption still of fish and dairy products was having an impact on the planet we watched a couple of the big documentaries on Netflix and in the June I think it was of 2018 after watching one of them we decided to try going fully vegan and the health impacts the mental kind of knowledge of what we're doing to um, protect the planet was enough of a spur for us to carry on and we've never looked back so yeah just two and a half years ish of uh, not eating any animal products and feeling amazing oh that's brilliant so when you say we that's you yourself and your partner yeah so um luckily it was something that we sort of came to decide together and was part of a whole journey of realizing just how much of a high consumption lifestyle we had particularly me working in London in quite a fast-paced industry a lot of consumption not just in terms of animal products but plastic and fast fashion and so over the two years it's been um a journey of seeing ways I can be a little bit kinder to the planet and obviously reaping the health benefits myself as I go. Yeah, it was, um, it's actually been in the news today that um, four in 10 um, people turned vegan for their partners. So wow. you, you and yours did it together. It was just kind of a natural process. Um, yeah, I think it was the, the, realization that when there's two of you in the house and you're cooking and eating together every night for us if we didn't both commit it would have made it really difficult and a bit more expensive to be cooking and eating separate meals yeah my um, my partner isn't quite there yet if I give everyone a little bit of background about um, when I went vegan so mm. it was it was nearly three years ago now so a similar time to you um, I think a lot of people perhaps sort of went vegan around that time because it was just becoming more and more mainstream wasn't it and yeah you know, since then over the last few years it has just become more and more um you know part of our psyche it's on the news we've got documentaries coming out um we've got a lot of celebrities coming out as vegan which we'll get to in a moment um so yeah so i i went vegan um just through meeting a woman called Kath Short who runs a local boot camp um, and she does uh, vegan workshops and so everyone was everyone at boot camp was talking about going vegan and you know these workshops and how great they were so I went along and it just it just really clicked with me it just made sense I suddenly realized that this is what I should have been doing all my life because um, I was vegetarian when I was younger for about four or five years oh wow um, but then, of course, you sort of get to teenage years and you just kind of forget about all your morals and <laughs> just do what everyone else is doing, don't you? And you don't, you know, yeah. perhaps, well, obviously I'm speaking for myself there. But um, so, 
yeah, I think um, it was, yeah, just made sense in terms of health and animal welfare and obviously um, being good for the planet. Um, but has my partner, is he one of these four in 10 that have turned vegan for their partners? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's not yet. Um, he, he's done pretty well. We've been together sort of over 20 years and married for about 15. Um, so, you know, it's been very much a journey that I was on, on my own, trying to kind of drag him along with me a little bit. Um, his family are Danish, so kind of their culture, you know, is, is kind of ham and cheese for breakfast with bread and it's quite sort of mm. hearty traditional food um so you know he struggles a bit at times but he's he's trying <laughs> that's good you can't ask for much more than that at this no, stage no. maybe he'll become one of the four <laughs> yes maybe one day so okay so each week we're gonna um pick out a few topics that have been in the news and listeners can go to veganfoodandliving.com to to read any you know to read more on any of the topics that we discuss so I thought we'd perhaps start off by talking about celebrities there's been a lot of celebrities talking about veganism reducing their meat intake um and obviously Miley Cyrus saying she's not vegan anymore and she's now eating fish because she was worried about the health of her brain so how do you feel Gabs do we do we care about celebrities? Are they can they do more harm than good? What do you think? I think the power of the celebrities in terms of their influence and their, I suppose, PRing of a vegan lifestyle is huge for sure. And I know, um, contrary to what Miley Cyrus has come out and said, people like the Beckhams have come out and said they're plant-based I think Victoria said and then David Beckham is reducing his meat and hasn't eaten it in three months or something um, and I think the power of someone as mainstream as a celebrity as David Beckham is is huge going in hand in hand with that that he is a sportsman um, so showing that you know it can be a really great diet for a performance wise um, I think they play a huge part in convincing people that this could be something that could work for them. Of course, it's a, a shame when celebrities come out and say it hasn't worked for them. But I suppose that's the nature of any lifestyle, any diet. It's going to work for some people and it isn't for others. So um, hopefully the, the good news and the more celebrities that come out and say they are vegan or plant based and it's working for them will um, outnumber the ones that aren't definitely I think um, she's had a bit of a hard time over it hasn't she and, and you know you can you can understand people are upset that you know she's kind of undermining all that she's done because over the years she's obviously been very very passionate about animals and veganism um, and mm. obviously the naysayers who are looking for sort of ways to uh, undermine the vegan you know way of life or values um can obviously now say well see you know it doesn't work it's not it's not great to cut out all these products from your life um but you know at the end of the day she's she's human like the rest of us and it's her choice so exactly and yeah like i said the only way we're gonna maybe see those stories 
fade a bit more is if more and more mainstream celebrities come out and say that it is working for them. And I think with how much popularity is gaining and coverage and the documentaries and news stories that are coming out, you can only see there being a rise in the amount of famous or celebrity people saying they are trying a plant-based diet or at least cutting down on their animal products. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, well, let's move on to the next story. Um, so the new vegan aisle at Asda, they've rolled out um, vegan aisle, vegan only aisles in 359 stores um, following their plant-based sales being up by 275%, which is amazing. amazing. 200%. Yeah. I couldn't quite believe that. Incredible. Um, but there is, you know, there is the kind of the debate whether it is a good thing or not. I mean, I don't know how you shop. I personally love the idea of having vegan only aisles. I hate having to, you know, try and work out what bits are where um, and go down aisles full of meat. Um, but should we be keeping products, you know, mixed in to try and persuade more people to perhaps pick them up when they're shopping for meat or dairy? What do you think? My gut reaction when I was reading through this news story is that it's a great thing. I mean, having an aisle dedicated only to vegan products, first of all, is testament to just the wealth of options that are out there at the moment, um, which is only going to continue to grow. Second of all, I think if I wasn't vegan and was shopping and saw that there was an entire aisle of vegan food or vegan alternatives, it would surprise me and show to me that there are a lot of options because perhaps when they're hidden and you're not necessarily looking for them, one of your assumptions could be, well, if I'm not eating meat, what are the alternatives? Um, the only thing that stood out to me when I was reading the article was that 23% and the sales rose by 23% of plant-based meats when placed in the meat aisle. So, you know, that could suggest that maybe somebody who was going to buy an animal product was swayed and chose an alternative. For me, if they're going to be put alongside the meat alternatives, then we really need to shout clearer about the benefits. Um, I'm sure I'm not the only vegan who gets questioned about whether I get enough protein. Seems to be one of the most popular things I get asked. I said, I've never had so many people concerned about where I'm getting my protein before I went vegan. And so I think if they're alongside your usual meat products, but the packaging is really clear, you know, really high in protein, low in saturated fat, um, can, can convince people that okay, I'll leave my meat sausages for today and I'll try a vegan alternative if it's going to give me the same amount of protein, more health benefits and kinder to the planet. So yeah, I can see uh, the positives and maybe a rationale for keeping some next to the meat products too. Yeah, some really good points there. Thank you. So staying on the subject of food, um, another story in the news is Two years ago, only 3% of ready meals were vegan, and now it's gone up to 16%, which is um, quite a jump in just two years. Yeah. But is this a good thing? I mean, should we be celebrating the fact that there's more vegan processed food? 
food options because you know we all know that ready meals generally broadly speaking are high higher in sugar and salt and fats mm. than you know meals that we cook from scratch they're often also packaged in plastic particularly black plastic which isn't recyclable so is this something to celebrate or not <laughs> I mean, the packaging and plastic side of things is definitely a big shame. And it's a, a big point that puts me off buying convenience food because of how much packaging you're consuming. However, I think there's room here to be realistic and recognise that such is the nature of modern life there is likely to be some time, some day, some afternoon, some evening during your week, your month where you simply don't have the time or the resources to cook a huge, big, healthy meal from scratch. And that's why the ready meals are there. Everybody knows that you shouldn't be eating ready meals for dinner every night, whether you're plant-based or not. Um, but certainly having a convenience option is better than nothing. I know uh, when I've spoken to friends who have been vegan a lot longer than me, that was one of the things they struggled with at the beginning was they lost that convenience option, being able to pop in and grab something quick if they you know, needed to do something with their children in the evening or were going out or had a work commitment. I think it's great to at least give people the option. And again, if you're in a household where you're maybe one of the only people who is plant-based, for those evenings where you're cooking them a quick and easy meal, having the opportunity for to do the same for you is a good thing. Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, it's it's all about choice, isn't it? And if the choice is there, as long as I think we we need to continue to educate people that that you know options like that aren't um, ideal for everyday consumption and should just be consumed. Um, occasionally I think um, something great that's sort of a halfway house that seems to be happening at the moment I was speaking to Derek Sarno which listeners can can um, hear in a moment so he is the uh, chef behind Wicked Kitchen the Wicked Kitchen range at Tesco and they're bringing out some fantastic kits which basically include all the herbs and spices and kind of all the ingredients you need but they're all just there together and you might just add in the tofu or the mushrooms or some, you know, some fresh ingredients. So definitely. And I think if you're not cooking in that way regularly, it's a good way to combat waste. Yeah. And it's a bit more cost effective not to buy these ingredients that you might not ever use again or at least for a long time. I think just uh, one more point on the ready meals is that if they you know, we are getting more options. One of the things that sometimes is a barrier for me is price. And I guess this is a supply and demand issue at the moment, whilst they're still not consumed to the extent that meat-based or dairy-based ready meals are, but they're often more expensive. And so if you're on the fence between, shall I choose my usual, say, spaghetti bolognese with mince in or a lentil-based one, and the price is a barrier for you, which let's be realistic during a year where people have probably been under more financial pressure for some people than they were the year before. That could be a barrier. So it would be nice to see the vegan alternatives not so expensive. 
I 100% agree there. And, and I think you can apply the same when you're eating out. It's great to have vegan options, but sometimes I find it very confusing that you can have, like you say, a lentil bolognese or, you know, even a salad costing sort of 10 to 15 pounds mm. and then a meat option or a fish option for a very similar price. I mean, we all know that lentils are one of the cheapest <laughs> foods you can buy. No. So yeah, it would be good to see to see people bring those prices down. It's rolled up in my I'm a huge coffee drinker. I love coffee and I always feel a little bit sad when I have to pay extra for a non-dairy milk. Yeah. Um one of my local coffee shops is amazing and they don't charge extra. Um and again, I know it's a supply and demand thing and still cow's milk is obviously the more popular option, but um, it would be really lovely not to always have to pay extra for a plant-based milk. Definitely. Well, hopefully all those producers are listening <laughs> to our podcast <laughs> and they'll start taking action. <laughs> and save me 30p a coffee. <laughs> save a fortune. <laughs> Well, let's wrap it up there, Gabriella. We'll see you the same time next week. Stay tuned. Next up, we speak to Derek Sarno, the co-founder of Wicked Healthy, the executive chef and director of plant-based innovation at Tesco. Hi, Derek. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing, Holly? Good, thank you. So are you in the UK at the moment? I am. I'm back in the UK. I got here probably uh, about a month ago. Okay. So I was held up in America for when COVID kicked off. So I was stuck there for like four months. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I, I'm happy to be back and gone through the quarantine and back to work, working from right. home, but it's Lovely. good to be back. Has COVID affected your year quite a lot then? With I think it's, yeah, I think it's affected everybody. Uh, as far as work goes, yeah, it's, believe it or not, I'm busier than ever it's right. there's a lot going on a lot to maintain you know when COVID first kicked off it was a lot of uh, maintaining what was going on and just how things were launching and now we're back full on into development for the coming year and next yeah. year so let's start at the beginning um at what point in your life did you go vegan and what led you to the decision at what point in my life so I went vegan it's probably four and a half years almost five years now so I went vegan the day I left my job my last job right my last position so I worked as a global chef of whole foods market in America okay and to hold that position I had to work across all meat seafood uh, produce prepared foods categories so I wouldn't have called myself a vegan because I had to taste and try and work with different companies to you know even though I was working on a plant-based agenda I still had to work with uh, other companies that uh, like incorporating more vegetables and more nutrition into some of the meals that had animal products so Um, but my mindset was to be vegan I just I couldn't I would never have said I was though at the time okay so what influenced you to start thinking about going vegan uh, a big influence for me, you know, which just a kid and just being in love with animals is is yeah. the biggest one for me. Um, but also my brother was vegan and he's been vegan for a long time. So always seeing what he was doing, um, keeping a watchful eye on that. And then, but I also made fun of him for it because yeah. he was more of a hippie style. Vegan. <laughs> um, very crunchy and granola-y. Um, <clears throat> but as a chef, you know, 
back in the day, I just wanted to serve really good food and I wanted to be the best and I wanted to train uh, everything. So that's the, the method and road I took. I didn't wise up until I was a little bit older uh, and, you know, decide to just, it wasn't worth killing animals for me to be cooking them. Yeah. It just wasn't worth it and we could do it in other ways. So, so did you just go vegan overnight or? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say I did. I went overnight, but it had been a long thought out process. Like it yeah. was this internal struggle for me to work uh, in a field that I was still using animals. But I knew that the end game was I was going to become vegan and I was going to change that over. But it was like a step by step process where I needed to minimize everything because it wasn't just me eating it. I had to. I, it was my job um, as a chef. You know, it, a lot of people probably still probably struggle with that a lot of vegans if you're in a regular style restaurant that serves animal products you you have to do it you know you have to do what you got to do to survive um until you can make that you know take the jump and just so at what point do you set up wicked healthy with your brother oh wicked healthy so wicked <laughs> healthy we still we, we started that probably i mean it's been a good i would say 10 12 years 15 years Okay. Um, sorry, t time is just a blip. Right? <laughs> so uh, we set it. We set that up. It was funny because the beginning of that, my brother wasn't into it, and I was like, "Look, I came to him with this idea, like, hey, we should do this thing. It's called we should call it Wicked Healthy because, you know, it, we just want to make food that tastes really good." And he was like, "Look, I'm only gonna do it if you if you make it sure it's a vegan thing." Yeah, because at the, that I wasn't vegan when we set, yeah. set that up in the very beginning. You know, I knew it was going to happen, but um, and I said, "All right, that's fine. Let's do it." And then that was like the, how it started, and it just started as like a blog. First of all, you know, both of us. The difference I think between us and a lot of other um, social media stars, people which we're not, but um, we're just, we're chefs, and this other social stuff is just that's just like a hobby of you know yeah. it started because I was cooking so much food and so many recipes that I wanted to take a photo and category like catalog it yeah so Instagram at the time when it started was amazing for that yeah it's like you could take a picture you could write a little blip and then it just showed up in this amazing feed yeah and that's how it started years <laughs> and years ago you know and it's funny because my son had to show me how to use it so <laughs> so from there obviously Tesco approached you to start yeah. working with them yeah uh four four years ago almost five years ago they right. approached me uh it was just a, a call i had left my position I, I was taking a year off um not working uh more of a studying time and just figuring out what i wanted to do yeah and um raising a squirrel and learning <laughs> the photography bit like we wrote do. a cook yeah we wrote a cookbook then and we were starting good catch uh foods and they had called, and so I decided to, you know, make the jump and move over here. And you like the UK then? I love the UK. I think it's great. You know, I, I live in a really nice, cute little town called Welling Garden City, and it's very close to London. Yeah. Um, it's super close to the office, and I don't drive here. I don't dare drive in the country yet. I haven't taken that up. <laughs> I've been just too busy working, so I just, <laughs> I can pretty much walk walk to work, so... I mean, every time I go into Tesco's, your name is just everywhere, you know, on all so oh, many geez. products now with, you know, the Wicked Kitchen range and now the Plant Chef range. Plant Chef, yeah. Um, it's just huge. I mean, the amount of products they're bringing out is just incredible. Yeah, it's. I mean, 
I, you know, Chesco, I think is doing the best job ever. Yeah. I respect these guys. Um, they're amazing. The leadership team has the foresight and the forward thinking to get it to do this and to really like put the resources behind what we're doing and, and really like, let me go and do whatever, whatever needs to be done. So, yeah. and I'm super excited about that. You know, we've recently been named like uh, one of the best top companies in the world for like the protein diversement. If you saw okay. the, uh, a sustainable report that just came out. Uh, we're leading that. I think we're. I think we have the most vegan products out there. I think yeah. we have the best selection. So yeah. one of the things that I can bring to Tesco is really choosing what's what I what we feel is the best ones yeah. to offer. You know, from a branded perspective, and then an own label. So I'd help develop all our own label, which is Plant Chef, and then we own Wicked, but um, we work in collaboration with Tesco on that. Okay. Yeah, we. There's so much coming out. I can't talk a lot about what's coming out because it's a competitive edge, but yeah. there's a lot on the shelf now, which is, if you look back three years ago, none of it was here and uh, none of it was here across the board. So what we, what I'm most proud of is inspiring the competition. So everybody gets off their ass, starts making more vegan food. And so what you, what you see out there is a bunch of meat, meat advisors and corporations that have to do it because they have to compete. And it's really prompted the whole movement just so fast. It's so yeah. exponential right now, right? It's just blowing up. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It really is. So how about Good Catch then? So that yeah. launched, was it last year in the UK? Uh, yeah, yeah. So we launched in the UK last year uh, with the, just the ambient packs uh, of tuna in the pouch. So I think yeah. three different flavors. And that's in Tesco now. Uh, in America, we, they just finished building the factory, um, the new production facility. And so they just launched the frozen lines. I think there's three lines there. Um, and that's in America. That'll come over here soon. And it's all, it's really going, it's kicking off. It's going. Brilliant. Really it's, it's selling well. Yeah. It, yeah. In America. Yeah. And here, yeah. I need to pay a little bit more attention to it here just because I'm so busy with the other stuff. And yeah. uh, my brother, Chad, he run, he does all the the good catch stuff so how okay. we split up you know wicked healthy is the entity that we do projects on but we'll split up and divide and conquer so we can be as impactful as possible and get as much done you know yeah as, as we can so yeah. what's your typical day like then because i mean you're obviously <laughs> <laughs> juggling a lot of things yeah it's it's fun um <laughs> I, I i guess if i guess if i was a I guess I've been called a workaholic, uh, but it's not work when it's, when it's a, it's like, it's different because it's a, it's an entire, it's a mission. It's a purpose. It's, it's something I believe in and the teams that I work with believe in and just go on that extra mile. I don't consider, I don't consider a nine to five job. I yeah. might go into the office because I can during, during certain times, but I'm working sometimes late into the evening, uh, early morning, you know, on a typical day, I'll get up. I like to sit and meditate first thing in the morning. Um, so I'll do that for between 30 and 90 minutes. It depends on the day. Um, and then from there, I just open the computer, to be honest with you. And I'm on the computer all the time, probably way too much. I, yeah. don't, get enough, I don't get enough exercise. I don't get outside as much, especially now with COVID. I yeah. am pretty much dedicated to just doing what we can to make sure there's enough plant-based products out there so people don't have to eat animals. All your friends and family are vegan. Are they, are they in the U.S.? or? Um, yeah, but I wouldn't say everybody. I, me, uh, me and Chad are. 
Um, yeah. A lot of people are trying. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are working on it, and I commend them for that. So, um, yeah, it's they're all mostly in the U.S. I have a whole new friends and family here now because yeah. I've been here long enough and built that up. But, um, so that's really good. But I wouldn't say everybody's vegan. I would say everybody's progressing there, whether they want to or not. It's just naturally happening. Yeah, now. it's it's happening. Right. Yeah. And just... I don't. Yeah, I don't even think it's about being. I mean. It is about being vegan like fully, but it's more helping the masses step by step reducing the amount of meat because a lot of people out there are just not going to stop right away. They need to wean yeah. themselves off. So, yeah, well, that's this kind of the um, the notion that you know doing a little bit is better than doing nothing at all, isn't it? So yeah, exactly. And yeah. we don't want to, do, you know, you can't just say, "Hey, go vegan," and I do, people don't know how to do it. You yeah, know, you've been living in a, doing traditional things and doing the way things have, they've been doing their whole lives. Some of, it's just really new, and we need to. Our job is to make it super easy, convenient, and affordable, and delicious. You know, first and foremost, it has to be delicious and tempting, and just like an easy swap. So that's yeah. what we're doing with Wicked and Planchet. So what what's what's your kind of go to dish? What's your favorite food? You know, I don't cook. My I every people ask me that, and I don't know, right? <laughs> I mean, I go through I go through phases. So right yeah. now I'm in like a uh, I'm always in a mushroom phase, right? Whenever yeah. I have mushrooms, <laughs> mushrooms, my uh, is my go to. But I'm big mushrooms. into yeah, I'm big into cooking tofu these days, and tofu like playing with tofu because so many people are like ah, I don't know how to eat it. Oh, it's so bland. I'm like, it's only as bland and boring as as your imagination can be yeah so just taking what you see and if you just look at it differently and cook it like i've been cooking the whole blocks instead of cutting it up and slicing okay. it and doing cubes and and frying it it's like just take the whole thing entirely and and cook it like that so i've yeah. been showing a lot of that on socials and uh searing each side and just how what to dress it with afterwards or how to how to add it to different meals and it's really an amazing product like mushrooms there's so many different things to do with it i so when you ask like my favorite thing it's like i'll pick one thing it's almost like one thing a quarter or like every month or two and yeah. i'll just start playing with it and just really deep dive in it whether eat it straight up plain to see how it is and then how you can build on the yeah it's uh, food is amazing yeah it really is i think since i went vegan i i found food so much more exciting because you, yeah. you have to be imaginative don't you and yeah um, yeah, yeah you either you either find it exciting or you're going to find it um aggravating and frustrating yeah <laughs> but the more you know then the more fun it is like the more techniques the more cooking the more you play with it the more you mess the more you mess it up you know it's just like all learning you know, it's really wonderful. It keeps me busy. It's, I just had to happen to pick, you know, a profession and purpose and life mission that is like something we require. Yeah. So we, need all, we need to eat, we need to drink, we need to sleep, you know, so it's non, it's nonstop. It never stops, never stops. Yeah. So what about um, your Tesco products? Would you say any of those are your favorites? Oh, yeah. Could you I mean, pick I love one? It. Could I pick one? Yeah, <laughs> there's so I many you now. Know, yeah, you know, I love all the meals because they came first, all the fresh ready meals we do uh, and the pizza, I can't, I can't pick one. But if I had to pick like some of the new stuff that we're doing, are yeah. the t it's like we're building this kitchen toolbox we've been doing with the new sauces that came out and the new yeah. 
the new meal kits and then and the seasonings like these are things i use in everyday cooking so really just to build up this toolbox of like flavor builders and really I, what we want to do is I want you to cook and you take control and you cook and you make anything the way you like it. So we're building all those components to help you do that. And that's first and foremost. We then have like the ready meals, the pizzas, the all the other stuff as like in, just in case you don't want to cook. Yeah. So we're trying to hit all areas. So there's no reason not to eat plant based. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we um we use. Yeah, we've been sort of using some of the new sauces um, which I really like and yeah so every time I go in there's something new on the shelf and all the, all the spices yeah. we've got now so yeah it's the brilliant. new spices the new mushroom shreds that's super innovative like a lot of stuff is like looking at the market like what's not there um, yeah. and what can we what can we provide so you know there's been jackfruit for a few years and that's a good uh plant-based alternative but we just you know i'm a big fan of mushrooms so figuring out how to shred them and then put them in those ambient packs that we sell now yeah are amazing so there's three or four different flavors there and then the meal kits is just like cooking that whole roast tofu and then adding the sauce with the spices that we have all ready for you in a kit yeah. and adding a couple of veg it makes dinner like super quick we're also time poor aren't we so you know anything yeah. that helps with that i think it's fantastic yeah, I t totally agree. COVID, have you sort of seen sales go up during COVID this year? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, not just not just us, but like everybody across the board. I think some areas changed. So when COVID hit, everybody was staying in. Yeah. So the front of the front, of, if you're looking at it from a retail grocery perspective, uh, front of store was really affected. So sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, easy, quick, convenient solutions. Nobody was going in to buy them. So that declined. Right. But every everybody was buying all the cupboard staples and frozen food. Okay. So if you because you know, you if you only get if you're only gonna go to the store once a week, what are you gonna get? Yeah. You know, you're gonna get stuff that's gonna last and not yeah. go bad. So, you know, some of the sales and the ready meals uh, might have lowered a little bit. The front of stores kind of tanked across the country. It's not just like one retailer, like every it's affected everywhere. Um, but then cupboard staples, all the spices went up, the sauces went because people were cooking more at home. And so I think this time has really helped. It's helped me a lot. Like I got to cook a lot more. I didn't have yeah. to go in the office. So I was home and I, when I'm home, I'm cooking a lot and working. So it's just like uh, the whole workday just blends into your regular day, yeah. you know, and I find myself busier than ever, you know, even busier than I was going to the office because I don't have that time of like, walking from one place to the other yeah but now now I just go from here to the kitchen to my computer and do all these <laughs> video calls <laughs> which is interesting so we need to come to a more healthy balance <laughs> definitely yeah so how long are you in the UK for now are you heading back to I the US soon no I have no plans to go back to the US at the moment and no. I don't I don't know the, the future so okay. I don't know what I'm going to be doing I would imagine I'm going to stick around here I have no I love what I do I love working for Tesco and I yeah. love just, you know, helping with the plant-based stuff everywhere. So. Yeah. so the rest of the year, do you have plans? Just I have plans. Carry this on being year? alcoholic. Yeah. 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 Carry I mean, holidays are coming up, you know, different seasons are coming up. We're already working on, you know, it's, it's funny because when Don't you say it, you're going to say Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Of next year. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, like we have to think think we have to think far ahead cuz yeah. it takes so long to develop a product. You know, it's probably 12 months, 8 to 12 months 
for any developer and a retailer to get something on shelf. So you need to be thinking that way ahead. What the trend, you know, quote unquote trends are going to be or whatnot. Plant-based yeah. isn't going away, which is amazing. Yeah. So, and in my opinion, every single thing need, that's an animal product on a shelf in a, in a grocery store needs to have a, a equivalent plant-based product. Yeah. You know, because people are, true, you know, you're either jumping on the rise of plant-based or you're on the decline of meat eating. Yeah. It's, de it's declining, you know. So it's, what, what plant-based trends do you see sort of coming up over the next year? Over the next year, I, I see just, I see a lot of things that are out there now just getting a lot better. Yeah. Like in, in the first, you know, in the beginning, one of the reasons why we started even developing food is because there was nothing that was really uh, delicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was always there because it was just vegan, you know. Yeah. And I don't it's, think that's, yeah, it's a different, you know. I admire any long-term vegan, anybody that's been vegan over 15 years, 10 years, because you just did it on principle then, you know, and, and it makes some change, but to really alter the mass market is you have to make everything super easy, super delicious, like the burgers, you know, Beyond Burger going into Burger King, like that kind of easy. Yeah. The KFC, the KFC having a vegan option, like that kind of, it has to be main super mainstream it's super exciting the next couple of years because it's i mean we've done so much already in the past you know the world has gone so far in the past two years yeah what two more years is just going to be even better yeah that's fantastic more choice yeah well it's thank exciting. you so much for joining us today is there anything else you want to add no you guys do a great job thanks uh, for putting out the magazine and everything you guys are doing it's nice to see you thank you it's so good to see you I hope the recording's okay because my dog, um, my dog burst in halfway through and now he's snoring behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear him at all. I think it's great. So that's a wrap for episode one of the Simply Vegan podcast. Join me next week when I'll be interviewing So Vegan. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.